and be sure to access the link in this episode for access to all its giving content. Ah! Welcome back to another episode of It's Giving, hosted by your boy, Brandon the Introvert. In this episode, we're going to be talking about Atlanta, season four, episode six. Crank that, crank that, crank that, crank that, killer. So... In this episode, this episode was directed by Hiro Morai and written by Stephen Glover, of course, Donald Glover's brother. I feel like this episode was definitely kind of a love letter to just the crank culture in Atlanta. And I feel like it's still pervasive in a way, even though like crank music isn't what's like necessarily hot right now. I feel like more so how Soulja Boy put his impact on it. Just that internet culture of just doing a dance, learning a dance. I mean, doing it to a rap song, sharing it on the internet and creating your own dance moves and stuff like that. That's still going on and that is the trend right now. So I feel like it was definitely poignant, poignant, impertinent, important to do a, just an episode about Crank. I, I didn't, I didn't guess that they would do an episode. I wasn't expecting it, but it does make sense when you really look at the impact and the history and the effect of just Soldier Boy and internet culture and then just the dance moves to rap songs. Like, I mean, that's been a thing, but like it really was a thing once the internet really came, especially YouTube came. So this episode, you could say it's a little bit of that, a lot of that. It's a little bit of gun culture it's a little bit of rappers dying where they live and where they're from it's about this one is a little sneak little snippet but like a little bit about like what niggas will go through to get you know a new fresh pair of shoes fresh pair of jordans nikes i personally i I have a few nikes but i've never been a sneaker head like that but this kind of sprinkles in so let's uh, start talking about the episode. I'm going to give you all the recap. So we have the opening scene. Earn is basically sharing to Darius and Al. Like there's a guy who they call him the crank that killer. And he goes around killing people who has made a crank that video. And, you know, the mid 2000s when it was hot. Al is like, what? Where? And Earn is like, nah, this, uh, the, this, this, this isn't a, a theory. This isn't a, a fad or whatever. Like, this is real. Like, there is actual evidence that there is a guy who is murdering people who have done crank that videos in the past. So, Al, he shares that he has done a crank that video because you know, at first they're like, you know, there's nothing to worry about. We didn't do none of that, but he did apparently. When um, during the time when he was just selling drugs and stuff, he said he was bored in the parking lot. So he made a dance called Crank That Jimmy Neutron, although it has like 20 views. Of course, this is Atlanta. And of course, it plays on suspense and horror to an extent. And of course, you're good. Even though it has 20 views, it's like it could still happen, especially to somebody like Al. So there we just jump off into the action of the whole episode. Now we go into a studio session 
and you know al's doing his thing or whatever and literally some the, the rapper's name is some guy named doug literally some guy named doug comes in and uh al's like before you let him in like he <laughs> he literally takes a henny bottle pours it all over the motherboard or whatever soundboard or whatever you want to call it and disrupts the whole server the whole system whatever and we see like the, some guy named Doug, like he's a nice guy. Even Al says he's a nice guy. His music is just trash. So it's kind of funny having that dichotomy. Like it's a cool guy, but the music is trash. So like, what do you do? Of course, Al's going to avoid it and, you know, try to do his best with like just being nice or whatever. But he basically tells like some guy named Doug, like, you know, the internet's down, the server's down, everything's down. I can't do a video with you right now. I mean, uh, a collab with you, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, okay, cool. You know, no problem. Uh, one day, though. So keep that in mind because he's going to come up later. And after the studio session, I mean, you can't rap anymore. You know, the whole server shit is down. I don't even know it's called if it's called a server or not. But anyway, Al goes into his car, checks out the video of the crank that jimmy neutron video sees well now it has like 27 views but there's like a dead emoji in the comments so that's like adding a little suspense like is there a nigga watching me is there a nigga following me now al is kind of like on the edge with you know his life might be in danger for making a whole crank that video literally about 15 years ago so next we see there is a young man named Roberto, and he has a baby mom, mom, baby mama. He has a daughter, and we see the baby mama is dropping him off at uh, a job. We don't know what job he has yet. It, it was given Best Buy from the shirt and stuff, but I believe it's the food court. But the baby mama dropping him off, and she's like, you know, apparently he's a rapper, and she's saying, I support your rap dreams. I support your dream, but, you know, it's going to be time. Like, I'm tired of living at your, you know, parents' place with your brothers and sisters around. Like, we need our own place, which is real. And he's saying, like, you, like, he brings up the story with Big Sean, how, you know, Big Sean uh, did a little, some raps for Kanye at a radio station. And, then, you know, Kanye put him on. So he's kind of living out that dream and believes that he can make it just with the right opportunity. And, his baby mama kind of like relents. It's like, okay, you know, I believe you, you know, continue on. So we see this long played out scene. In my head, I was thinking, okay, he's going to be integral to the whole story, you know? So let me pay attention to this family. Let me pay attention to what he wants. Let me pay attention to him. Because of course he's going to, you know, we, we, they put so much attention on him. Of course, it's going to be, you know, something important going on with him. So I do that. I literally take a snapshot, remember everything he said and stuff like I'm going to keep that for later. Keep that in mind, what I just said. So at the same mall parking lot, we see Darius and Earn. They are at the lot to meet a guy named the Shoe Man. He has all these shoes, you know, he has all the fresh shoes. They go to him to see what's up. So we see a guy like it's literally like in this seedy type of van type setup and we go in and it's like you know there's shoes and stuff there are shoes everywhere but it's very seedy looking but whatever if you can get the shoes for the low you can get it for the low so they go and ask the guy for, i forget what the shoes all stars who knows the shoes that they're looking for and he has them in the sizes that they want 
But there's a catch. He doesn't want money. He wants both of them to kiss. And that brings up a dilemma. Like, how far would you go for the shoes that you want? Would you kiss your friend? Would you like, you know, and that just opens it up to like, what would you do for a shoe pretty much? And I kind of like that B plot situation that they're both in. Of course, Darius is it like, he's not into it where he's like, oh, I want to kiss Earn, but he's like, that's nothing. You know what I mean? For a pair of these shoes that we want, you know, Darius is very enlightened. He sees the bigger point in things. Of course, Earn is kind of just like, no, let's think about this, you know, like, because he's taken off guard. Like, let's sit down. Let's think about this. Let's gauge the situation. Cool. So then we go back to Alfred, who is at his home, and he hits up Soldier Boy. Like, you heard about this prank that killer, and apparently Soldier Boy, he's moving all his stuff to. And that was a really good cameo. I didn't expect a Soldier Boy cameo. That was pretty iconic in this episode, and I feel like that puts the stamp on like it's an authenticated like crank snap rap crackle pop culture episode. But anyway, Soldier Boy is going, he's moving his stuff into a whole, a safe farm, as he says it. Like he was, he said, safe farm, safe farm, just like a good nigga, safe farm is there. For a good nigga, safe farm is there, something around that. It was cute, it was funny. But he has a safe farm to go to in these situations, I guess. And, you know, he recommends Alfred do the same. Alfred's completely thrown on, like, what, what the hell is a safe farm? But, Basically, it's literally a farm you go to to escape danger, to be safe at. So he tells Alfred that, like, you better hurry up. Who knows who's about to get got? Like, get yours while you can, et cetera, et cetera. So Al, you know, hangs up the phone and he hears these noises. And that just is nothing. But, you know, he is paranoid right now. He doesn't know what's about to happen. Is the, a nigga about to come out the blue and kill him for making a crank that video? We see he's already a public figure at this point. So it would be relatively easy to, you know, track him and shoot him down, especially in Atlanta. So Alfred ends up going to the mall. He's trying to be in like disguise. Like he got a little cap on. I believe he had shades on and he's trying to like avoid detection he goes up to our Auntie Anne's and the cashier immediately notices him saying, you have a hat without a logo on it with them shades. Like, it's very obvious you're trying to be undercover. So, of course, the, the cashier, Auntie Anne's, I think she sent out word to the, some other workers. And another worker sent out word and told Roberto that Paperboy is in the building right now. And of course, Roberto is excited because we see like this is his possible opportunity to be on the come up to show Alfred his talent, Paperboy his talents, and you know, maybe get a chance to be signed, get an opportunity to, you know, just skyrocket or whatever, maybe do a collab. Who knows? The sky's the limit with a rapper like Paperboy in this reality. So we don't know Roberto's skills at this point. So I'm, I was curious at this point, okay, like he's he's eager for the opportunity. He has this dream. We don't know how long he's worked at it. We don't know his raps. We don't know none of that. So I'm following along. Like I'm trying to assume the best, like, okay, he got some raps, you know, or he might be okay, but he can't be that bad, you know? So let's see what he got. So I'm curious and they definitely 
pull the audience along in that curiosity and like seeing like what does he have? Would he be able to get in, you know, with Paperboy, at least get Paperboy's attention? So like what's going to go on? We'll see. So Al steps out the mall and we hear this car like navigation GPS is on loud, like with the directions to who knows where. And we see the car pulls up and it says you have arrived. And a nigga comes out the car and yells out Alfred's name. And, or I think he just yells him out. He definitely gets his attention. And we see he kind of has a little hostile look. And that gets Al, like, intimidated. We don't know if this is the crank that killed. We don't know what's going on. We just know it's a guy that's, he's definitely trying to get at Al for something. So Al rushes into the mall. He tries to hide at the, you know, them kiosks that just be selling whatever. And he, you know, tries to pretend like he's buying something for cover until the niggas start shooting at him. And now I'm like, oh, damn, this must be the crank that killer. The niggas start shooting. Then, of course, I already knew. It kind of triggered me because all these mall shootings and just public shootings. And it's just so many shootings now. So it kind of like, I was like, oof. I wasn't finding it funny until we see a mom like pulls out a gun out of the care, her baby carriage of her stroller. We see another white guy pull out a gun. We see other people pull out guns. Like every, it's a whole shootout now. Like everybody's shooting. Nobody knows who's they're shooting at. They're just shooting. They're literally like, every, no one knows who they're shooting at. It's just chaos. And this like goes back to like, it's just in the South, the gun laws are not, there's hardly any gun laws. Everybody got a gun. Everybody's shooting at each other. Everybody, There's just no rules. There's no rules when it comes to guns. So this was actually pretty on brand for to happen in any mall, especially in the South, especially in Atlanta. So it's just complete chaos. Everybody's shooting around. Al ends up um, taking using that to his advantage and tries to escape. And then out, out of nowhere comes Roberto. And I'm like, this nigga, he literally comes out rapping, like, like, raps like my, like, uh, 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 my ducky is so lucky and so fucking in and like whack shit like that comes out of nowhere, nowhere. Soon as Al sees him, he said, move nigga. And he goes through the glass. <laughs> and then after that, we don't even hear, we don't hear from him. We don't see Roberto. We don't. And I love jokes like that, where it, it sets the setup is so relatively lengthy and you think it's something important that's going to happen with this person but only for him to just get literally sidelined and crash into a glass uh a glass um through glass so that was a good joke that was really good i really i really enjoyed that whole scene like i was screaming at that point so darius we see during that commotion darius and al Darius and Ern, sorry, are in the van and the guy, he tries to say eight minutes and then three minutes and then, but then they haggle him to like, okay, we'll kiss for three seconds. And the guy agrees and they kiss Darius and Ern kiss after Ern talking about like, I don't think, I think we're above this. I'm not sure about this. Don't you think we can like, we could just find shoes somewhere else, blah, blah. But Darius is like, no, I want to do the kiss. Like, why not? So they got it down to three seconds, which I think is fair. And um, they kiss. And then as they kiss, the 
shoe man looks out or at all the commotion and literally gets hit by a stray bullet and immediately dies. As soon as they stop kissing, they see the nigga is laid out dead. So, of course, they take the shoes because it's definitely an implication that they, you know, could have killed him for the shoes. It's all like literally crime scene is all laid out right there. So they take the shoes and run and say, fuck this. So as they run out, we see all this is going on in the same mall that Al is in. So he eventually rushes out with the guy still chasing him and shooting at him. And we see all of a sudden some guy named Doug comes out of nowhere and saves Al and gives him a ride and helps him escape. So as they talk, he's just like, you know, what are the odds, bro? Like, you know, I was able to save you, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, I owe you one. And some guy named Doug's like, yo, we have to collab. I'm on the way to the studio right now. We have to collab. And of course, it's like, I feel like Al is a, he goes by morals. I do feel like, especially in this type of instance, so I know Al was definitely going to have to do the collab with him. Like the nigga saved his life. That it, I mean, the nigga saved your life. So you're going to have to do that collab. So that was also funny. So then near the end of the episode, Ern and Darius, they go to Al's and Al says he's going to get a safe farm. And they're just, you know, confused by what he's talking about, but just goes with it. And Al shares the news that the Crank That Killer uh, shooter got caught. And they ask Al, like, what happened with your day? And Al says, you know, I just ran into somebody I had beef with in high school. So it turns out the guy that was shooting at Al was not the Crank That Killer at all. It was a completely different person. It was someone that was hating on Al in high school. So it was crazy to think that, but that's also very realistic, like, that is more likely. Well, I'm gonna talk about it after this. And then Al plays the collab track with uh, him and some guy named Doug, and it's ass. It's completely ass. Uh, Ern says it's more sound than music, and Darius says it's trash, and just begins to. I love how he. Oh, I love how he dances. But that is pretty much the end of the episode. Now, this episode, I feel like in terms of just let's say analyzing it, like you can even say critiquing it. It doesn't give too, too much. I feel like this episode was kind of light in tone and a little lightweight in that way. I think it was, I think it was just to have fun for the most part. And it was just something silly and something funny. And I think we needed that. Cause like episode five was definitely like very tense episode four. That was with the family. That was still funny. But I feel like episode one and two was definitely tense in a way. And three was, I feel like three was just all over the place. So I feel like this is definitely a light episode, an episode we can kind of breathe on. But they still touch on stuff. Like the fact that it's more likely for a rapper to, and especially in this instance, Al to, and it's more believable, it's more realistic for Al to be going across a, a guy that has beef with him in his hometown and is trying to kill him in his hometown than him getting caught up with some crank that killer. Even though, you know, we saw he made the video, we saw there was a dead emoji, you know, just to add to suspense. We see Al is getting nervous from the crank that killer. Whole time he needs to be worried about the ops around him. So that, it was funny in this episode, but it's sad because it speaks to so many rappers that has gotten killed 
by just beef or somebody hating on them in their hometown. So it just speaks to that. And it also just speaks to just how everybody can get a gun and anybody can just shoot anybody. And it's just easy to get got now, especially as a rapper. So, but I feel like they weren't heavy handed with that tone. I think it was just more so like, damn, this happens, but we're going to add like a funny twist to it. And I think it worked. Like, I think it worked for something like as serious as just like gun violence and like just rappers dying off of just stupid shit too. I think they do a good job with kind of like not being excessive at all with kind of that reality. Now with the shoe thing, I know a lot of niggas are going to probably have their own videos like, bro, what would you do for a shoe? Would you kiss your dog to to get to get uh, the shoe that you you wanted? You know, I know it's going to be all that type of stuff. And I'm actually curious, like, how far would people go? Like, with me, I like niggas. So it's that wasn't a problem. Like, kissing a friend, and especially if they with it, I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. I wouldn't do, like, three minutes. I wouldn't do one minute. Like, that's uncomfortable. That's getting to, that's literally a whole makeout session, like what Darius said. But 30 seconds even, I can do that. For some free shoes, I can do that. I can do that. So, but I know a lot of niggas are going to have like, what would you do? Would you kiss your nigga for blah, blah, blah? So it does bring that up though, because I feel like black men, as I was like, as the shoe man asked, you know, I, I need y'all to kiss for these shoes. I felt like a lot of black men, like, a lot of black men that are sneakerheads, I must be specific, because I'm a black man, but I'm not a sneakerhead. I don't put shoes on a pedestal in that way. So let me not generalize all of us, but black men that are sneakerheads put shoes on such a high pedestal, put so much value into shoes. It's like, it does bring up the question, like, what would they do for them shoes? Like, what would you do for them shoes that wasn't, you know, money related? And I might, I might ask my friends that. I don't know. I, but the thing is, people are going to lie. People are going to lie. I feel like the real answers are probably out in the internet or through some random person's video. But I feel like a person that um, I would know that I think they would just tell me just lies. But overall... I would say this episode was cool. It was light. It was one of those, it's one of them episodes where you might, you know, you want to put your friend on to Atlanta. So you put this episode on to show them, you know, it was one of those episodes, like just something fun, something, you know, maybe even a Netflix and chill type of thing. Like it's just a fun episode. Now with four more episodes left, we'll see where they go Again, in terms of the tone, so far, four and five are definitely my favorites. And then six is, I I would say, is my third favorite. But we'll see. It's only four more episodes left. It's kind of sad because I'm thinking about it. I feel like, I don't know if it's because of that four-year gap that, you know, the reason why ratings are, not ratings, but like viewership is so low. It could have been the four-year gap, pandemic, who knows? I think it was the gap. But I think it's just sad to see Atlanta's going out on a very calm note. 
And I would like for it to have gone out on a note where everybody is talking about it and discussing it or just laughing at it, you know? So it's just sad to kind of see, like, I feel like Atlanta fans are watching it, but I feel like it's a minority. I don't know. But besides that, we have four more episodes left till we finish out this final season. And I have no idea what the next episode is going to be. I looked up the title several times, but I forgot what it was. But um, yeah, this episode, this whole episode too was going to be short anyways. I knew it would be because shorter than usual. Because I'm like, eh, this episode really isn't talking about much. But be sure to like, comment, subscribe, share, do what you need to do. Access the link in the description for all its giving content. And go on and go forth and get your money up. Not for real. All right, bye.